The Talking Point with Kathy Motlasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. Our municipal feature this week takes a look at the Nguma local municipality and it is in the Amatoli district of the Eastern Cape in South Africa. So quite a small municipality, but, uh, you know, we'll be hearing a little more about about it in a short while. Let me welcome onto the show this morning Mike Gunta, who is a resident of uh, Nguma local municipality. Mike, good morning to you. Good morning, Kazi. Let me also welcome Nongleba Madikizela Vuso, who is the spokesperson for the Amatole District Municipality. Uh, good morning to you, Nongleba. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning to your listeners. And of course, we're also expecting to be joined by the Executive Mayor uh, for the Nguma Local Municipality, who is uh, Councillor Stembiso Ngetezo. And as soon as he is on the line, I will certainly uh, let you know. And we will, of course, continue the conversation with him. I understand there's just a bit of difficulties in terms of his line, but uh, he's absolutely still going to be part of the conversation. So, Mike, then perhaps just a sense from you as a resident of the Nguma local municipality, how would you describe the state of the municipality? Kathy, as a resident of of of, of this municipality, uh, I find things very terrible. Mm. It is terrible and very very dangerous. The roads are no roads but dongas. The roads are not long. It's, it's a matter of plus minus two kilometers from the third road, but the roads is impassable. Water has been closed. The taps are dry. People are not supplied with water. And for many, many years, the road has been like this. And the water has been closed for the past five months. It is very, very dangerous. Mm -hmm. In that situation, our youth are, are unemployed. Fortunately, our youth have done a good thing. They are farming now, the difficulty for them now is to take their produce to the market because there are literally no roads. And for many, many months, have been, in fact, years, we have been clamoring. We just wanted to know from the mayor, executive mayor, do we still have Muma municipality? Mm. So, Mike, we'll, I'll let you know when the mayor is actually uh, on, on the line. Speak to me about the water that has been cut off. How, how long? You, you said five years. but The taps have been dry for five months now. Oh, for five months now. For five months, yes. So what is the setup in terms of water provision? Because I was looking at, at some of the, the figures and, and, and I understand that when we look at piped water inside dwellings, about only 14.8% um, of households in the, dist- in the municipality have access to piped water inside their dwelling. So when you say they've closed off the municipality, how do you generally access your water? Now, Kathy... We are fortunate. We, have, we don't need a borehole. We do have the river that is emanating from the mountain. That mm-hmm. water is running to the, to the sea. Now, there, there, is, there are some taps now. And it's not true that there 14%. How do they calculate? Because in my area, in the in Prague, where I live, 
if it's not more than four people in that whole area who have got taps in their yards, mm, mm, and mm. they always say it's illegal to have a tap in your in your yard, you know. Mm. So, and, so, so, and so, most of the time, when you have to access this water, you're accessing it from communi- for, for from taps that have been set up in the community, and they are shared by the community. They are shared by the community, and mm. they are not in the in in the people's yard. Mm, mm. So, so now, what have you been doing for water over the past five months? That's what I want to know because, fortunately for me, I have got a tank. I don't know what the other people here could know tanks do because they don't, not everybody has got a tank. I don't know how they get the water. Let me invite to the conversation Councillor Stembiso Ngetezo, who is the Executive Mayor for the Nguma local municipality. Uh, Mayor, good, good morning to you and thanks for your time today. Morning, morning to you and uh, to listeners. Firstly, let's just begin with this issue of of water provision because it is such a big issue. Mike has brought it up as being one of the main issues in that municipality. How do you explain the fact that residents of Nguma have had no running water to their communal taps for the past five months? Uh, Thanks. Uh, It's been a, a problem. And no, it's not uh, five months. It's been a while. Uh, so it's been longer than five months, in 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 your view. Yes, because uh, if you if you approach this season of winter, uh, yearly, it's not uh, only this uh, year. Uh, it's becoming a problem because uh, most of our communities don't have rivers, uh, especially if you can uh, have a look at townships where people only certainly depend to uh, from taps to get water uh, where is the sources to aware and killing uh, them once uh, those uh, sources come uh, become dry uh, we encounter a lot of problems because uh, if uh, we don't have water uh, it's difficult to be able to have a smooth running of uh, our lives because water is the basic need. Yes, but, but, but Mr. Ngatezo, you, you are the mayor of Nguma, uh, local municipality, Nguma, local municipality rather. Why is there no water? Uh, because of uh, water is a function that is a uh, uh, run by district, not local. Ne? Mm. Uh, we depend from, from from their programs uh, on what they gonna what what are what if they are planned for for the for our municipal local municipalities. Because as uh, executive mayor of Mama local municipality, I've got my own programs uh, of service delivery, uh, issue of water and sanitation. 
uh, is the competence of a district municipality. And and I completely understand that. And, and we've got the yes. Amatola district municipality spokesperson on the line, and I'll give her an opportunity to respond in a moment. But the reality is that as the mayor of Nguma local municipality, you are still accountable to residents that are within your area, yes. and they will still have an expectation, and rightfully so, of some kind of answers from you in terms of what you understand the problems over water provision to be, what it is that you are doing to follow up in the issue, and how soon they can expect it to be resolved. It wouldn't be unreasonable for residents okay. to ask those questions of you. Yes, no, it's because uh, the government that is behind uh, is in front of them or uh, is closer to is, is the local municipality. And we have to uh, provide responses uh, on crisis or challenges that uh, they, they are encountering. Uh, we are having uh, interactions with the district municipality as well as office, uh, COCTA, because COCTA as well and water affairs uh, uh, providing interventions. Yeah. There are tanks uh, that have been uh, supplied uh, for our communities to uh, just to, to have uh, water. Then ATM is providing uh, with quarter, uh, some trucks to uh, deliver water on those things. That program has got uh, some challenges as well. Uh, what we are doing now, there is an intervention from the Office of the Premier. Uh, it's our interaction and engagement that uh, because we need the permanent solution here. Uh, because water, uh, 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 water tankers uh, it's not a permanent solution because it, it, it's not enough to to, to provide water. Uh, what we what we there, there is a program of uh, <coughs> pipeline that is connected from Somo River uh, to 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 Dam. It's where uh, we're gonna have the permanent solution on this crisis. Sure, and, and I hear you. I, I hear you on, on those plans that are being made. I hear you on those plans that are being made, but you still haven't answered my question about why there is no no water. What 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 are you? What do you, as the mayor, understand to be the reason <clears throat> behind the fact that people don't have water, especially if you're saying? that this is a problem that you have been sitting with for even much longer than, um, you know, Mike has said, that it's been much longer than the five months that Mike has said. Yes. Indeed, uh, it is that. Hence, I'm, I'm giving this, uh, what is our plan? No, but but why is there no water? I, your, your plan is about the solution to a problem. I'm yes. asking you, why does this problem exist in the first place? What do you as the mayor know about why this problem exists in the first place? The first uh, problem uh, we are facing and currently is the drought. Uh, because we don't have enough rains here. Uh, hence, uh, we are in this crisis. Let me bring in Nongaeba uh, Madigizela, who, Madigizela Vuso, rather, who is the spokesperson for the Amatola District Municipality. Nongaeba, perhaps from the District Municipality side, why do the people not have water? Uh, good morning again, uh, Kathy. 
Well, Amatwala District Municipality has been battling with drought uh, from 2015. That's the main reason uh, most of our communities do not have access to water uh, because we are battling with drought as a district municipality. And uh, some of our communities, of course, we do have a backlog in terms of infrastructure uh, where they do not have uh, taps, as uh, Mike was saying, that they are sometimes told that they have connected illegally. Uh, where he is uh, coming from, for example, I believe it's Ward 18, there is no infrastructure yet. Uh, um, and people that have taps are the ones that uh, have collect- connected illegally to the main line. So with the limited water that we have, we also have a number of challenges, such as uh, your leakages, um, water losses, and um, these are caused by uh, illegal water connections, and some um, are caused by the aging infrastructure that we have. Um, so that's in, in the number of reasons uh, that we have, the challenges that we have. Where we can, we, we cut water uh, through water tankers to the communities uh, that um, do not have uh, infrastructure and even those that do have, but when they, their taps are not, uh, are not having water, we cut water to those, but it's not sustainable to cut water uh, uh, to the communities using the tankers. It, it, it's also, um, our district is quite vast, or rather the area of Mnuma is also vast to trap water with a tanker that will have uh, 10,000 or 15,000 liters capacity at a time uh, when it goes to that particular area to deliver water. Uh, we, of of we of course of course one one of the big challenges for Amatole in particular is the fact that you are as a district municipality you've been identified as one of the municipalities that is in distress and this was done by the Eastern Cape Provincial Government last year now you've been battling various issues around the running of the municipality as a whole. How much of that has contributed to the lack of, of capacity and ability to actually supply water? I hear you on, on the issue of the drought. And yes. it's one thing that has exacerbated the situation. But certainly the municipality itself does not have its house in order. Absolutely, uh, Katie. There are other, um, other issues that uh, would um, impact on this. For example, let's look at our... Um, um, budget or the amount that that we we get um, allocated our equitable share, which is about 963 million, and out of that we should um, have money for your operational costs, which would include your indigent people, free basic standards, the stand stand pipes. We should have money to treat water, which is like your chemicals, and also to pay for electricity to in order to be able to pump water. Now, uh, what is currently happening is that of the 963 million, uh, about 753 million goes to salaries, uh, leaving you with about 200 million for for what you you are still supposed to do. And uh, with that 200 million, you have 120 million, which is for your bulk um, purchase, which is the water that uh, the raw water that we we buy from DWS that we abstract from the dams. And uh, in some areas where we get the water that is already treated by Amatola water. So we, we don't have enough 
funds as well to uh, to carry out some of um, uh, the, the the responsibilities that I would say uh, they do relate to um, a water supply, like where, where you have to pay for for pumps, uh, electricity, which is ESCOM, or municipalities that actually supply um, electricity, and um, uh, some to some extent, uh, yes, and. Um, I think also it's important to touch on the revenue collection that we're not uh, doing very well in that regard, that we don't collect as much revenue as we would like to collect. Our collection is around 21%. um, Which Which is miserable. Yes, if, uh, for example, this uh, financial year we have um, a billion. We built 538 million, but of the 538 million, we've only collected 115 million. Now, what is important also to note is that in our debtors, we have um, uh, even government departments owing us about 30 million just above 30.4 million, I I believe, the government departments, that's what they owe us. Now we have tried to, uh, through intergovernmental relations, approach COCTA and the Office of the Premier to assist us to get these departments to actually do their part and pay. And uh, sometimes it's not so forthcoming. And a a quick example will be the Department of Education, Mm -hmm. which is owing us 10 million. And this is uh, a debt that is uh, over the 90 days. And we have, they have promised, they have been promising we will pay, we will pay, but we have not seen a cent of that 10 million, which then now gives us pain to actually have to go and disconnect the schools because uh, we have no other option uh, uh, but to disconnect. Uh, uh, Nongaba, I'm going to ask you just to to pause it there. I'm going to ask you to pause it there. It's 11.30. Let me go to the latest news headlines. We'll continue our conversation. We're looking at the Nguma local municipality. Cutting off schools, no water because the department hasn't paid. 21% revenue collection. Really? Okay. Luanda, good morning. The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. We're continuing our Municipal Watch feature and this week we're taking a look at the Nguma local municipality. It's in the Eastern Cape. It falls under the Amatole District Municipality and we've started off this conversation uh, really looking at the issue of access to water. Mike Gunta, who is a resident there, has been telling us that they effectively haven't had water for the past five months. The mayor confirming that it has been even more than five months, blaming it on the drought, the Amatole the district municipality also uh, saying that the drought is to blame but several infrastructure uh, challenges have also been uh, plaguing the municipality. I'll be taking your calls on this conversation on 011-714-2006 that's the number to get in touch with us this morning you can also send your voice notes on 0614-104-107 one of the stories that we're watching for this morning are uh, these protests that are said to be taking place in Port Edward. I've received another message here from Vivian. She says, 
The situation at Port Edward is dire. Municipality and SAPS need to do something. Uh, the burning has moved on to the Umtamvuna Bridge. Uh, that's a message there from Vivian. So it looks like there's a, there's a, a situation of protest and what seems like violent protest taking place in Port Edward. Uh, you can certainly send me more information on those protests, especially if you are in that part of the country. So coming back then to the municipality, and um, the issue of, of water delivery. Nongaiba, uh, I'm listening to you, at least on the part of, of the district municipality, speak about the, the, the problems that you are facing and um, you, you acknowledge those problems and how big they are. I don't get a sense, however, that the munis- municipality is actually solving these problems and is preventing is providing solutions i mean just on the basic thing of 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 revenue you say we don't have enough money in our budget to do the things that we do at the same time you're also only collecting 20 percent of your revenue so of course you're never going to have enough money to do what you need to do yes um well there are a number of things that uh, the municipality has put in place or is trying to to actually action in order to correct uh, the situation. Um, On the revenue, we may start on the revenue. Um, We are billing the people to try and get uh, the the money that is owed to the municipality, but the people are just not paying. We are then now left with uh, no option but to do disconnections. As I said, that you even have government departments that are owing, you've got businesses that are owing a tune of 75 million. And these we are disconnecting them. But what we are also finding with the businesses is that you disconnect a business. Um, obviously, when you disconnect a business, you would expect that the next day the owner would come and, and make some form of a payment arrangement um, uh, towards that so that they can actually be able to continue with their business. But then they don't come. Um, if they don't come, you then left with, uh, with um, options of saying either they have now illegally connected to the system or they have money to buy water elsewhere. So there are those issues as well of illegal connections which hamper on our, um, our service delivery a lot. And um, other, uh, another important factor is the, um, it's the theft or vandalism of the infrastructure, which is also quite, um, 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 it, it's playing a huge role into where as a municipality we are. Mike, um, so, so, sorry to interrupt you there, Nongleba. Mike, I, I just want to bring you into the conversation again. You, you've heard part of the explanations being given from Amatole <coughs> and also your local mayor. Uh, what do you make of the reasons that are being given for why you as residents don't have water and haven't had water for so long? Thank you. Thank you, Kathy. Once more, Kathy, is the two people who are talking about, Mr. Nates and, and this spokesperson, uh, there's no delivery there. For for your for, for for instance, the roads have got nothing to do with drought, and yet there are there are dongas there. They have got nothing to do with drought, which means it's not true that they don't they don't deliver because of drought. Mm. Coming to the to 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 the water, our water is emanating is coming from the mountain it is running to the sea as i am talking to you our forefathers were born that water was there that water is still there even now 
Now, it's not true that we depend on the rain, not in that area of Mtuago where I was born. There is not true, Mr. Nata, there is not true. If they are talking about drought, it's not true. Mm. What the rumor that we hear is that there is, today there's no diesel for the, for, for the machine. Tomorrow the, 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 the machine has been stolen. The, sure. the infrastructure that they are talking, uh, talking about is very new in that place. It cannot be dilapidated. It's, it sounds absolutely sh- shambolic, uh, Mike. I want to bring in some calls because we're also starting to get uh, a number of calls from our listeners and, and people who are also out in the Eastern Cape and in the Butterworth area as well who would have first-hand insights into one, one um, other the thing, story. Kathy, we are in the location in the rural area. Yes, yes. Now, we don't owe them anything. They, we, we must be delivered with water and roads. We don't owe them. How much? How much is she, is she going to say we are owing them in that location of mm. Mtuaku? Mm. How much do we owe them? We don't owe them anything. They don't demand. If they, if we owe them something, they should have sent the account to us. We don't owe them anything. They cannot compare us to the to 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 to, to, to the urban areas. And and we tell not, me, we are different are they- from. Are they, are they water tankers at, at all? Earlier we there heard the no mayor. There are no water tankers there, yeah. Cathy. Yeah. There are no water tankers. That's another thing that is, they are not telling the truth. There are no water tankers at all. Let, let me bring back the mayor in to respond to this. Uh, Mr. Ngatezo, why, why is there no, no, no alternative for these residents? Firstly, in, in Makwe Oshin, uh, move is rural areas where there were no infrastructure at all uh, the, the, for, for, for the water, for the provision of water. Hence, uh, the intervention of the Office of the Premier uh, for the pipeline from Omo River, where uh, Mr. Kunda is talking of, where uh, that water, uh, that river, won't die in time. Hence, there is that intervention of, let's utilize that so so effectively what what I'm hearing from you mayor is that for, for this particular area not only is there no alternative water means for them there simply has never been any attempt 20 years into democracy to actually create infrastructure that can get clean running water to this community if I may Kathy yes go ahead Thank you. Um, Kathy, I've, uh, I, th- I made a mistake of saying uh, Mr. Mike is from what, um, the, the what that doesn't have an infrastructure, which is what 17. There is some infrastructure into the area that he is, he is coming from. Uh, now, I'd like to just correct the part of a drought that he says they're not uh, affected by, that their area ultimately gets water from Kalinga Dam. Kalinga Dam is the only dam that supplies Moma. Therefore, uh, Kalinga Dam is at 15% as I speak to you. If no rationing is put in place, 
that means we will run out of water completely for butter weight at in about October if we were to stop I mean September sorry if we were uh, to stop rationing and if we start rationing uh, which is but uh, but, but right now water. you're not rationing there hasn't yes. been water for months even the mayor yes. has confirmed that so but, it's not rationing where I'm going at is that there are boreholes that supply the area Mr. Mike is coming from. Uh, but what is happening, as he was saying, that there are theft issues in the area. Um, the boreholes are operated by solar panels. Now there has been theft of those solar panels uh, in, in, in that particular area, which then makes us not to be able to pump. Now, in the meantime, we have spoken to ESCOM so that we can then have rather electricity to pump those boreholes because the type of boreholes that we install in each of the areas when where we drill and equip it depends on the yields that you are able to get from a borehole which then determines what kind of a borehole you are going to put in if the yield is too low uh, then you put a hand pump and if the yield is a little bit better you put a, a, a solar uh, uh, and then if it's, it's, it's a good um, uh, yield then you use electricity or a diesel or, or a diesel engine to actually right. look the reality is that despite all of this at the end of the day the residents haven't had water for over five months they haven't seen any water tankers there to deliver water and that is fundamentally the crux of the issue here let me go to Simpiwe in Rosettenville Simpiwe good morning Good morning, Kethaway. I'm well, thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm good. Look, Katie, uh, without wasting any time, uh, this is, uh, my name is Simpue Shafa. Originally, I'm from Butterworth, uh, uh, Ward 11, mm-hmm. uh, which is under Mumba Municipality, of course. I'm based here in Johannesburg. I'm the regional spokesperson of Sanko in Greater Johannesburg. Mm-hmm. Look, uh, I have first-hand experience of what we, of uh, what is topical today. And I can guarantee you, Katie, uh, that this is the self-inflicted uh, kind of the crisis by the authorities, including those who are actually there. I'll, I'll, I'll highlight or I'll cite one, one example. Number one, the fact that you have a leadership uh, that is tasked with the responsibility of servicing the communities, but all they do is to come to the national radio and begin to outsource that responsibility to nature, blaming the nature, that can be right. That mm-hmm. tells you where the problem comes from. Now, let me speak on this one, Katie. Again, as an example, uh, in, in January, I think on the 6th of January last year, from where I am now, based in Johannesburg, I made an effort because when we don't live when we actually reside, even where we come from, I made an effort from here. I called uh, uh, Minister Lindsay Sulu about the very same problem, in particular from an uh, area that is called Mutu, which is uh, the, the village, which is Mutu, other. Uh, 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 what eleven? Now we have a dam there, that that is a water dam that is uh, located in an area that is called Etole. Now that is a very old dam, and that dam now is difficult. Even when it rains, it can't contain water. There's a lot of 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 of, of uh, you can call it soil or, or or sand. Now it needs to be cleaned. That is the first thing. Now you'll then have what is called uh, what dam. It is facing the very same problem because even if it rains then. There's a lot of sand, then that sand, that water will be absorbed by the sand. Mm-hmm. Now, how do you then have a leadership that will blame nature that there's drought? Because, yeah, the basis, they can't get right to the basis of just first clean uh, uh, the, 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 the dam. As in the process of cleaning the dam, when it rains now, at least that dam will be able to contain 
uh, the water and then the water is distributed properly. Right. Then the question of infrastructure, water infrastructure again, that is very, very old. That has been there for donkey, donkey, donkey years. Now it's leaking that infrastructure. Mm. They can't even do that. Now I'm saying in conclusion, this is the problem. Why, why are they doing this, by the way, Kate? So that we face reality here. We are not small kids. Because now, in this process, they saw an opportunity in this process. How so? They have trucks, all of them. They have trucks that are hired to deliver water in certain areas. Mm-hmm. And therefore, they have no, there is no will to even fix the problem because they are beneficiaries from the crisis that is facing the communities. Lastly, you can call uh, uh, Minister Lindo Sului. She will tell you, right, as I'm saying, I have uh, evidence for them talking about. There are records because I was part of that meeting. There are records. There is Even the mayor was there. The one who's speaking was there. Mm. The Amatole mayor, all of them, they were there. The entire office, even David Matobo, Mampem Chwete, they were all there in that meeting. And instruction was given to those leaders who are there. And instruction, that was 6th of January 2020. A clear instruction to say, please come here and dig all holes. All right. We have what you call... All right, uh, Simpiwe, I'm, 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 I'm going to have to move on. I've got so many other people on the line that I, I need to give them a chance to to also weigh in on this conversation. Unfortunately, uh, I'm going to have to pause it there with you. Let me go to Zanazo in Johannesburg. Good morning. Good morning, Kefi. Thank you for taking my call. Sure, go for Mr. it. Mr. Mayor, this I am saying uh, addressed to you directly. Originally, I come from Tegofisa. My home is the second, last, directly above um, the river where raw water is normally drawn from and where those big tankers are filled from. But so many a times, like about three weeks ago, I was home and there was no water there. Yet the raw water we've got, I'm telling 58, that place, that river, has never gone dry. And when one wing, Mr. Mayor, of your establishment does not talk to the other, things like that, uh, the the drying spells that we are faced with, at the time when we have to use water so much because of coming, Mm. do you really really care about uh, the livelihood? Because the water councillor would not come and address the young people in my region, then there was no water. For what? Yes, one of the others, um, for me, my biggest frustration is that I'm up here in Johannesburg. I could be home employing at least two young people with what I want to do. I cannot take the skills and all the opportunities to young people because with water here one day, water there, uh, not there the following day. All right. What would be the point? Then lastly, the issue of the road. Guys, you are all in beautiful Mercedes Benz and all that. Look at the opportunities that are being taken away between Butterworth and Sandane. And as you go further, a place that could attract so many tourists. Go to social media and hear people who use those for tourism. What they say about the dollars that we have to go through. Mm, mm. Surely, Mr. Mayor, is this the legacy? Is this what you want behind your name? And also, you're not doing it for strangers, you're doing for your own. I'm supposed to be your own. All right, Zanazo, let me give him an opportunity to respond. Mr. Netezo. Uh, thanks. Uh, let me start uh, from the last, last speaker. 
If you can keep it as brief for me as possible, please, because we've got so many uh, callers that want to engage with you. Yes, uh, in connection, uh, in concern of adults, uh, especially the one that, that she's talking about, uh, the contractor is on site now. Uh, the contractor called Mamlambo is uh, doing that, that road. Yeah, but should, should you have really allowed the, the roads to get into that kind of state of disrepair? Should you have allowed the roads to get into this, that state of disrepair? Uh, we, 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 don't, we, we don't want the roads to be at that stage, but uh, in, in other aspects, uh, we are, have serving some challenges of uh, constraints uh, and that, that road uh, we are talking about. We do have a category of roads here. Uh, we do have our budget departmental uh, roads as well. Uh, we are doing, trying to do uh, in every aspect that uh, we can be uh, just to address those challenges. Indeed, uh, we do have it. Uh, but as I'm trying to respond to this one, uh, contractor is on site there. We understand that uh, our, our economy does to, to grow it. Uh, we need to have the quality and uh, 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 infrastructure that is uh, uh, road, uh, uh, movable. And now, what we are doing on issue, but uh, ATM going to respond on issue of uh, raw water at uh, Temple Springs. There is uh, the scheme thing that is Amatole is uh, busy with uh, that going uh, to supply. Most of that, 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 that area of Spendane. All right. All right. Uh, yes. uh, Nongaba, let me bring you in here very briefly for me, please. Okay, Kathy. Um, we are drilling boreholes, Kathy, across uh, the area of Unuma. How much are they costing you? Well, for example, in the area of Teko Corner, it's costing us plus minus 60 million to, to equip those. This was obviously a drought um, intervention. Yes, but and per, that's also per including a 10 kilometer line for, for pipelines. Per borehole? They separate also boreholes with their own costing that is different from the one I'm giving you. Pardon me, what was that? How much are you paying per borehole? How much are we paying per borehole? That mm. is uh, quite a tricky one because. Like I said earlier, that a borehole, it depends on the, on the yield, it depends how long it is, it depends what kind of a pump you're going to install. For a hand pump, you would pay 120000 For a one that you install like a wind turbine, you would uh, pay roughly 500000 But for one that is a good yield, which where you need a diesel engine or electricity, you then uh, pay much more uh, than that. Hence, um, I'm giving you this, uh, the, the figure that we have spent for the Teco Corner. And for the Ngamakwe area, we also have uh, projects there, Ngamakwe scheme, which is for $58 million for equipping of those boreholes. But the borehole that we are drilling, Kathy, we must indicate um, uh, water that is underground, it, it's really, it, it depends how long that water is going to um, uh, to last, how much are you getting, per, how many liters are you getting per second to be able to supply the area that you, you are tasked with. The gentleman spoke about, the one who called in, about an instruction that was given to ADM to actually drill boreholes in that area. 
out of a meeting of a high political delegation. Um, we have started that instruction, but when you when you search the area for boreholes, more often than not, you won't get um, a, a, a borehole that can be functional. In this case, we tried five uh, sources in that area, and we only managed to get one uh, borehole right. that is actually working. All right. Felicity in Johannesburg. Morning, Felicity. Try and keep it brief for me, please. Hello, Kathy. You know what? I think nationally we have a crisis. Ne? Oh. Our municipalities are in a mess, and I don't know what Salga is saying. Salga is just quiet. I don't know if they're still in the country. And the Eastern Cape, the Eastern Cape is a problem. That's what I've noticed. And everything just is not running okay. And then you find the the premier spokesperson phoning in on radio shows. And, 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 and saying all sorts of statements. But now I'd like to say to your two guests, at least can you please have mercy for our jobs? Because when municipalities don't function, companies move. Look mm-hmm. at what's happening in the Northwest. That, if that, that factory is closed and it's moved to Durban, mm-hmm. how many people are going to lose their jobs? Very, They're very good point. They're launching, busy with, busy with. Yeah. When are they going to get the job done? And are you too aware that the Eastern Cape has got Ikuha? The Eastern Cape has got one of the SEZs in the country. Don't come here with excuses, guys. People don't have water. Do you have water there where you are? Or are you all in the same boat together? All right. Thank Felicity, you, thanks for that question. Dumile, uh, good morning to you. Hello, Kate. How are you? I'm all right. Thank you. Go I, 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 I'll be quick. I think everyone has gone through most of the issues. But mm. what I would want to ask, I think I know Unongaba very well. But I wanted to find out because Amatole is a bit vast, you know. And I think I know the area they are talking about. If the guy says there's a Tomo River, the Tomo River never runs out of water. But I wanted to find out what is the ratio of the paying customers and what's the ability of those customers to carry all the infrastructure demands that are needed in that region. Because I believe we have a few paying customers, but there is a whole lot of infrastructure demand in the Eastern Cape. But lastly, I want to say, you know, with us in our country, we have to face the fact that we have a problem of uh, a psychology of self-hatred as black people. The fact that our councillors, kings and leaders can sit down and say consciously, this is where the country was when we took it and where can we take it further. Mm. There we have a very, very big problem. People think they are sorting their lives by driving nice cars for now. But in the future, when the country is messed up, no one will be able to live in it, even them who are driving nice cars. So it's a big problem that we all have to face. Even the people who are complaining why in Joburg. They are just in Joburg. If you ask them about the Eastern Cape, they'll say, we can't go to that place. It's too barren. So who's going to fix it? You know. All right. All right. So, there's a big problem. All mm. right. Thank you. Mm. Emmanuel in Cape Town. Good morning. Uh, thank you very much, Katie. I think in I think I just have to say this. Simple. If this municipality are not functioning, where we have mayors, councillors that we are paying thousands of rand every month, why not this municipality? Why not disband them? Shut them up, lay off all the all those councillors, and transfer the administration of the municipality to private individuals. If private people come into administering that the the, the affairs there, you will see 
everything will start functioning. Why should we? E- Emmanuel, Emmanuel, we we have to at least deal with the things that are within the current realm of probability and possibility. I, I know that there have been some residents in certain municipalities that have, uh, you know, gone to court to at least get some kind of private intervention when it comes to core services like water. Uh, so we're certainly moving in that direction. Yes, because that is the only solution. You can't allow people to come. After 20 years, people are, cannot get basic things like water. And the, those officials will come there. They will be telling more stories of, uh, of uh, 1480. What, what is the meaning of that? Okay. All right, Emmanuel. Let's leave it there. Emmanuel out in Cape Town. Uh, Councillor Ngatezo, I'm going to give you an opportunity to uh, respond just to some of the issues that have been raised. If you can please keep it uh, brief for me. Uh, go, go for it. Uh, as, 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 as the institution, uh, we are trying because uh, one of the most uh, challenges uh, that we have come came across with uh, as a with the local municipality, uh, if you get to know there was instability here, uh, but we have managed to sort out some issues. Uh, we are, are trying to run uh, our business. Now, behind, uh, we are encouraging uh, community members uh, to do uh, what is due and us do what is due. Because uh, we are in crisis of water now. Uh, community members are connecting illegal in, in, uh, electricity, and that affects uh, the running of our program, uh, our, our uh, delivering water All to right. the communities. All right. We are having those challenges. Hence, we are saying, let's work together and identify those challenges and come all uh, in one side and uh, work together. <laughs> all right. Go for it. Thank you, Kepi. Um, I just want to indicate that the project that has uh, started, which is 30 months, uh, which is a pipeline from Tomo to uh, to Butterworth uh, pipeline, which the Department of Water and Sanitation has allocated about 660 million for that, uh, appointed someone to do that job, which is the department appointed someone to do that job, uh, will 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 change how uh, things are uh, for for the people of 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 of, of Batawet, or rather for the people of Umoma. There's also another project that the department is looking to start, which is raising of a, a way what people believe is a dam, but it's actually just a storage uh, place because of its capacity is quite small right. and okay. they're trying to increase the capacity but lastly what we will no, want never. to continue to we've do we've completely is run out of time we've completely okay. run, run out right. of time i'm getting ready to hand over to sakina kamwendo mike 20 seconds for you please uh, thank you very much kathy uh, the two the, the two people that you have been talking uh, talking with are not telling the truth at all i was saying to you roads have got nothing to do with drought and yet they don't do the roads when you go to Badawati, the Muma there, the trucks, the government trucks, they are full of that yard. Nobody is, is, is doing anything. They are hiding behind this lockdown. They come at 11 at, in, the, in their offices. You want them there, they are not there. They say, no, it's lockdown. They come at 11. If they do come to work, they mm. come at 11. If they do come now, the roads has got nothing to do with with with, with drought, All right, and Mike. our rivers never run out of water. But they do not deliver. That's all right. All. 
All right, Mike Gunter there. Let me thank all of my guests for being part of this conversation. It's just after midday. It's time for the update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo. I tell you what, I'm becoming more and more exasperated with these conversations. I just, I don't know. I think we are in a state of deep crisis where local government is concerned. Sakina, over to you.